Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hello, Shadow Squad. Thank you so much for tuning into the Shadowhunters After Show here at AfterBuzz TV. Tonight, we're going to be breaking down Season 3, Episode 3, titled What Lies Beneath. We're going to be talking about Raphael and his old little sister. And, you know, Jason Clary going to the club and Simon jumping into a lake. We have so much to say. The lines are open, so stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin! Hello! We're coming! After you! you. Oh, I always want to say this is the hunt, but it's the long one. This is the Shadowhunters After Show (laughs) here at AfterBuzz TV. Thank you all so much for tuning in. I am your host, Sam Davidson, and I am joined by my co-host and good friend, Ali Nasta. Hello, guys! I'm so excited to be here, as usual. As usual. I mean, this girl <laughs> is like Shadowhunters. Um, oh, God, what was the bad stuff that... Oh, Yin Fin. Yin Fin <laughs> is to Ali. No, yeah, no, I, you get the joke. Yeah, like, Yin Fin is the Shadowhunters. Shadowhunters <laughs> is to me, like, Yin Fin was to... Um, Izzy. Izzy. Exactly. Yes. That is it. That is it. And we have a lot to talk about. Please, you know, rate, review, subscribe. Comment in the chat. Allie uh, has it open, I believe. Do you have it open on your phone? Wait, no, let me get it. Let's, we're we're going to get into the chat. We also are going to uh, leave the lines open for you guys this episode for you to call in. Oh my gosh, I please, guys. I'm a big idiot and texted, texted, tweeted. Yeah, <laughs> I'm turning into an old person. I'm convincing, <laughs> uh, con- confusing tweet and text. The number is 424 253 So I tweeted out the wrong time. I'm so sorry. Um, if you guys want to call in, though, again, 424-253-0504. And yeah, I know. But just so they have it at the beginning, if they want to. We're going to take calls in about five to ten minutes. Um, <laughs> but if you guys, I just remember the last time we did this, we had so much fun. Uh, and we really appreciate it. So wait, give us about ten minutes. But if you want to call, then please do. Let's start off with Raphael and his journey. All right. This journey, though, man. Oh, well, that would be... <laughs> this journey, though, is like kind of... It's crazy because you kind of think Raphael's going to go away. And, and then he comes back. And then I'm just totally thinking that there's things that are still going to happen with him romantically. But I feel like he's just struggling in many ways. And let's not forget that there was something he needed from Magnus in order to help. Is it Heidi now that he's helping? Okay. Let's... Heidi... I do not remember her. I'm like, oh, cool. It's a human. Yeah, but I was wondering that, too. I don't think we know anything about her yet. No. Okay, good. Because I was feeling stupid as though I had missed something. So let's get into what's going on with him. First of all, we have him, and he knows his big, her, his little sister, Rosa, um, is going to pass away. Mm-hmm. And really beautiful scenes. I, in my notes, honestly, just put... God, he's hot. He is so hot. Yeah, David Castro um, really looked beautiful this episode. And, you know, it's very sad, him saying goodbye, because 
he it's the last person in his family to be alive and Mm -hmm. i feel like he feels as though part of him is going to die with her and we have izzy coming back trying to comfort him but we have this whole asexual storyline going on which we talk about was kind of because in the books it's magnus uh or is it magnus in the books that's asexual no alec God, you guys are going to freaking kill me <laughs> this week. You really are going to just just murder me. Okay. Raphael and this new vampire, though, I reminded me so much of The Vampire Diaries. I know, Allie, you haven't watched, but it no, is... No, I have. You have? Yeah. I, I kind of stopped mid-season, but I, I did watch, I think, a good three seasons, but it was a long time ago. Oh, wow. Yeah. I am the biggest Vampire Diaries fan in the world, mm-hmm. and I love when things remind me of that show. I definitely got Vampire Diaries vibes from the basement scene with her and Raphael. Who do you think she is? Okay, so Jennifer Lee in the chat, actually, guys, if you're listening on the podcast, we've got a live chat going on YouTube where everybody can kind of tell us their thoughts and feelings of the episode. And thank you to Jennifer Lee because he said Heidi was turned, she said Heidi was turned by Simon in episode two, or season two, episode 15. Now I remember. Because remember, he, it was, everybody, there was a bunch of people in the club and he had turned her by accident. Oh my god. It was like the first, he was really kind of, I think, brooding from being a vampire and not having Clary... Yes. And, but that they totally took that away and then brought that storyline. I thought that was gu- done. Donezo. Well, it clearly shows us how much time has been passing because in our minds, I mean, we haven't had Shadowhunters in over six months, but yeah. this is only three episodes in. So I guess because to transition to a vampire, I mean, it's pretty immediate that you need to drink blood and then be sequestered. Mm-hmm. So this obviously is within a week of when we ended last... It wasn't even last... Se- it was midway through last season then. Yeah. Or yeah. towards the end. Yeah, I think it was midway. If it's episode 15, and there's like about, what, 20-something episodes? Yeah. So it was like kind of midway. I wish they could have reminded us of that yeah. a little bit. It's making me want to go back and watch... And I only... I watched season two only a couple months ago. I guess it's almost been a year. Jeez. Um, but I really want to go back and rewatch because I want to I want to rewatch that episode specifically because also too when you turn a vam- when you're a vampire and you turn that vampire into one, don't they have a connection with you and kind of like yeah. fiend for you? So that's why she was asking. She wants to know who her sire is. Right, and right, right. Raphael would not tell her. Uh I mean, this is going to go very interestingly with what is also going on with Simon, which, you know, is the thing on his head, which we're going to get into. But Raphael essentially gets thrown across an alley by Simon because of, I don't even know what to call it, the his brand, his fairy branding. Well, they, they said it, oh my gosh, you guys in the chat, you guys mentioned it in front of the books. It has an actual name, yes. what he drew on oh. there. Yes, you did. Yeah, uh, they mentioned it has an actual a name. A lot. Um, yeah, we've talked about it a lot. Guys, this has been, I feel like this week has been like already long, and that's why my brain is not remembering these words. But it actually, it is specific. It is a specific symbol. Yes, and <laughs> it starts with a C, I believe. You guys let Allie know in the chat because I'm sure you're going to, five, four, three, two, one. Have they told you yet? Not yet, but some people are saying it's okay, Sam. We're not going to um, be mad at me? you. Okay, yeah. good. I appreciate that. Mark of Cain. Mark That's of Cain. what it was. I knew it started with a C. Okay, you guys? Thank you, Julia Bernardo. Yes. Thank you so much for telling us that. And yeah, Raphael and Simon, Raphael's going through his thing. He's crying. He's upset. He's already pushed Izzy away from him. 
And it's frustrating, you know? I just don't understand. You both are so beautiful. Right. Why can't you just be together? Yes. Why can't you just be together? Right. Wait, I do want to say something. So... What's really interesting is the mark of Cain seems to be way more powerful than we even think it is because not let not alone is it just pushing these people across a room, it's hurting them to the fact where they're still injured afterwards. And you know we're talking werewolves, we're talking vampires. It takes a lot to hurt them and not just jump back right away. So I find that really interesting. That in there must be something within the power that's actually still thrusting them across a room. You know what I mean? Like their yeah. power somehow has nothing. It, it, it's unstoppable to this because I don't know. I feel like if, like vampires and werewolves wouldn't get hurt that easily. Yeah, but Simon is extremely powerful and he has a lot of stuff that's going on that he doesn't understand. We don't understand. Uh, speaking of very powerful people, though, there's another podcast that we love, love, love here at AfterBuzz and we want to tell you a little bit more about it because we think you guys would enjoy it too. Yes, because you guys want to have fun, learn, and grow in all areas of your life. For those of you who do, we've got the perfect podcast for you. Conversations with Maria Menounos. Maria knows. Maria Men. New Nose uh, Podcast Edition is hosted by our AfterBuzz TV founder and drops every Friday on iTunes. Conversations with Marie Nose feature celebrity and influencer interviews along with secrets and tips on how to be better in all aspects of your life. From health and wellness to career relationships, finances, and so much more. Let our Maria be the big sister that you've always wanted. Just go to iTunes and subscribe to Conversations with Maria Menounos. And guys, it's for free. Just be sure to Rate and comment, and when you do, let Maria know that the Shadow Squad is the one that brought you there. Again, that's Conversations with Maria Minonos Podcast Edition. Check it out, guys. It's free. It's so much fun. And she brings on so many amazing influencers, and and just they give us so much fun advice, and it's amazing. It really is so, so much fun to listen to. I listen to it myself in the car all the time, and I think you guys would love it. So please, please, please check it out. And yes. Tell her we sent you, because... We love this show, and we love you guys. We want you guys to be happy. So yes. listen to the podcast. <laughs> I also want Simon to be happy, but he feels very guilty. He almost killed this wolf. Who and, wanted to kill him. Yeah, I mean, okay, this entire situation breaks my heart with Simon because he just can't get it right. There's mm-hmm. nobody that he can really turn to. He used to be able to turn to Clary, but now it's kind of awkward because she's with Jace. I want to talk about the guy that he hurt last week. Um, okay. I just don't feel that bad about it, and it, it sucks that Luke does. Yeah. But it's also put him in an uncomfortable position because he does have this position of power. What did What did you think about the way Luke reacted and the steps that he took because of it? Well, I think what's, what's frustrating is the fact that I understand that the wolves have been kind of mad that Simon's been living with them for months now. This isn't a new thing. But now the fact that he's actually dating one of their pack makes them even more angry. But I think it's frustrating that, you know, Luke has kind of been the the hero for Simon this entire series, and he's always been there to back him up. And I think it's frustrating that this one time he's... the Him giving in to the pack, I understand, because it's their own. But that's not fair, because now if he gives in to this one thing... I feel like that's just a spiral of things to happen from then on. And it's just going to continue to the pack kind of take over again. And they're not going to want to listen to Simon, to to Luke. So I don't think it's fair that this one thing 
Obviously, he didn't do it on purpose, but this guy was attacking him. How is it fair that Simon wants to protect himself, and then he does, and then he kind of gets banished from his house, and then this guy is going to attack him, but only because Simon got to him first. There's no repercussions for the pack. Well, I think in a way what the Seelie Queen was trying to do was to make it so difficult for Simon in the real world to exist that he will come back. Oh, that's a great point. But then it had to be. We all knew it had to be something like that because there's no way the Seelie Queen would just let him go that easily. Exactly. Uh, And guys, just so you know, again, don't kill me, Steve. The lines are open. If you want to call in, 424-253-0504. We could have a quick chat about, you know, which ship you love. love And you guys could hear your voice on YouTube later. It'd be fun. Uh, But yeah, I think that... He's trying to get back, which he obviously uh, tried, and it did not work. I thought that was so funny. The dramatic jump into the lake. You know what was funny is right before he jumped, I was thinking in my head, how funny would it be if he just didn't get in? Mm -hmm. And he just jumped into a river. And then he did just jump into a river and come out soaking wet. Yeah, and Maya's there to pick up his wet dirty clothes she says she'll always do that for him which is very nice yeah very romantic it really is nice i mean (laughs) she knows what it's like to leave clothes around yeah that's true wolves wolves had it i think wolves have it the worst i think so too because they don't really have their powers aren't like kind of they just kind of turn into a wolf and then they hurt people yeah they don't really have anything that like the shadow hunters have their sealy ruins and they can Kind of have superpowers with that, you know, as in Jace was having one that makes him stay up. Clary can shoot sun from her palm. Vampires can run really fast. or Live like, forever. Yeah, live for, I don't know. But yeah, the wolves kind of have like, Yeah, they have a human life expectancy, or so I know on right. this show. Every myth is different as far as, you know, the different shows and all of that. But yeah, he is just not having a good time of it. But Alicia is Maya. yeah. I think I really like them together. I know you were saying last week that... No, I was just being weird. I like them together now, too. Yeah. But it is it is fun to see Simon kind of happy and finally have someone there because we saw him kind of struggle and be by himself a little bit when he didn't have Clary. So it is nice that he finally has this person and confidant that is there for him no matter what. Yeah. I think it'd be too painful to oh, watch yeah. if he didn't have her and he goes, okay, cool, me and Clary, nope, Luke kicked me out. Uh, yeah, that Raphael, I just... Almost killed him, and he doesn't want to see me. So, yeah, what do you do? Well, and it kind of sucks for Simon because this is the only thing he has been known to do since turning into a vampire is getting kicked out of things. He hasn't been welcome <laughs> anywhere. You know what I mean? He couldn't stay at his house because his mom caught him eating rats, which <laughs> uh, uh, that was so gross. It's like, God, mom, don't you understand? I'm on a diet. I mean, they should understand. Yeah, they totally should. Well, next I want to talk about Alec, Magnus, and Maris. Is it last season we said it a lot, Maris or Maris? But Maris. it's been so long. Yeah, I've kind of forgotten. Maris, who yeah. is weirdly happy, which typically means something is wrong with someone. We saw that last week uh, with Magnus. Yeah. And yeah, she has also been kicked out of the clave. Yeah, she's been exiled. Exiled. And I still am unclear about what her exact repercussions are. And, you know, it is interesting for her to admit that when Valentine was here, she did do bad things. And then once she realized what he was doing and what they were doing, that's why she became so devoted to the clave. And I think that we've talked about this a little bit before, But to kind of hear her say it out loud, 
that's the reason why she's so obsessed with it is because she's trying to, you know, undo all of the messed up stuff that she did. Right, she's trying to redeem herself. Yeah. Which kind of is sad because I feel as if the clave doesn't have any redeeming qualities. They're like, you you messed up, bye. So long. And they just leave you to the dust and it's just, you're, you're on your own. And I think it is unfair that her, his dad just basically got sent off to a different institute and then his mom's getting exiled and I just don't think it's fair how Maris is kind of getting the bad end of the stick when she's kind of tried to be there for the clave as much as she could. Yeah, exactly. I think that at the end of the day, they just don't like all of these intermixings of people. I mean, the werewolves don't like it. The clave doesn't like it. I think each individual species, if you call them, Mm -hmm. the people that are running those species wants them to stick with them. Yeah. But I think it's so cool what our Shadow Squad has done to kind of create like this Avenger army in a way. Yeah, it's like unity. It's it's amazing, and I think it's great that we're kind of seeing Maris finally kind of give in to what her to Magnus and actually have a conversation with him because we see her be so protective in all the other seasons. So having them be in the same room and not want to you know kill each other is really nice and refreshing. Yeah, and it was so nice to hear her say that she's so happy that her son's so happy, and she never thought she would have been happy with the situation, but she is, and. He got the stamp of approval, which mm-hmm. I loved. Which was, it's really great. Um, could we repeat the number just for those? There's some people in the chat that, yes. sorry to interrupt. We, got some we can that join absolutely. Us. Uh, 424-253-0504. All right, guys. We want you guys to call in. This will be so much fun. But yeah, going back to Maris, I think it is a little bit, it's, it's, it's just sad what's happening with her, but it is good to see that there's unity. But I'm just wondering, where is she going to go? Yeah. They didn't really explain that. She's just like, okay, I'm gone. I have nowhere to go. I can't stay with you guys. She's exactly. just going to get a random apartment in New York City? I don't know. I felt like there was more she wasn't telling us, and I do think that maybe her happiness was due to a man like they thought, or maybe it's a woman. And maybe that mm. is why she's suddenly so accepting. Right, because she kind of wonders maybe she had been having, you know, troubles and then her son almost is the one that helped helped her realize who she was. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, that's a crazy prediction and way early, but I think that there is something else going on because she seems far too happy. A lot of times people that are in shock and denial can act like that, mm-hmm. but I do think she just seems really happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so too. And I think maybe she's having a, a a sense of relief, you know. She's realizing, well, you know what? Now I can really do no wrong. I'm just on my own and I don't have to call to anybody. I don't have to go by all these rules. She's kind of, if she's getting her ruins taken away, she's just a mundane now. Yeah. So she just can kind of live maybe what, maybe what she would think is her best life because really this would be her one chance to get redeemed because she's just basically erasing all of her past. I guess, but is there... for? More she's not telling us that she's either going to be killed or die or be sent away. Or is she just sublimely, sublimely happy? Like, I don't I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. That is true. Like, maybe maybe she's actually going to jail and this was her goodbye dinner and then no one showed up except Alex. Yes. There was a reason why she was so nice. Right. I, that, that's all I'm saying. There definitely was a reason. Um, with Luke and Ollie, I want to talk about next. 
I'm still very unsure about her, and I'm kind of annoyed by her presence. I don't really see what she has to add to the story because she's not even a werewolf. But that's my thing is that when they were talking about it and he was saying, well, you just – it was just a by chance thing that you didn't get infected to be a werewolf – I I think that there's definitely something weird going on. Like maybe she has some sort of weird type of blood in her if she is scratched by a werewolf and doesn't change. That doesn't happen. So she definitely has a larger part of the story. But it is kind of frustrating because she always is kind of like asking all these questions and throwing Luke in this situation, which also maybe she was never scratched. I was thinking about that too because at the end of last season it almost seemed like she was a spy. Yeah, I mean, she was going to totally, like, crack the case and, and and basically show pictures of all this. So I think she could actually really be a spy and just taking all this, jotting down all the information that Luke's telling her so she can go tell somebody else. Yeah, guys, in the chat, let us know if she is in the books because I'd be interested to hear what you guys know about her. I have a feeling she's not in the books and they're just kind of starting something new here. Well, and what's interesting, too, is, you know, last episode before we remembered that she had a significant other, I kept thinking that maybe her and Luke would be together as a couple. But then I, I don't know. I keep going back and forth. I'm like, oh, well, she has a girlfriend. But I do kind of see something happening with Luke. But maybe that's because he hasn't had somebody in forever. And so I'm just trying to think on the happy side of things that maybe they would give throw him a bone, you know, throw him, a, throw him something. <laughs> throw him a lady. Yeah. I I thought that too, and I don't not think that, but I just don't trust her. Yeah, she def she definitely has sketchy vibes. Or or I was thinking that she will be turned into something else, and mm. that it's going to be you know he mentioned Simon, and that's basically what happened to Simon. He got way too close to the fire, and as much as Clary said, "Please go away." Yeah. I, so many times. You really should not be involved in any of this. He continued to follow. But yeah, more to the story with her. Let us know if you guys know about her in the books and what you think about her. Because Sarah Baker and Selena Ali say she's not. So I don't believe she's in the book. It seems like it's a character that's written for the show. Yes, I love that because... You guys can't get mad when we don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that is so true. All right. Let's talk about the club. The club. Yes. We get back to the club. Mm. And it's so funny because Ollie, when she was saying, what do they look like? You know, I want to see Shadow. That would be me outside of the club. Oh, yeah. I'd be like, oh, does he have fangs? Oh, my God. Is he super hairy? I would totally. Wait. I want to know. What would you want to be out of all of them? I would totally want to be a Shadow Hunter. Yeah, I would probably want to be a vampire. A vampire, yeah. okay. But you are—you're like a vampire fan. So I like, am. I'm a big vampire fan. Even though Simon's storyline is by far the saddest, it is. It's really depressing. Yeah, it's and, not. And a, so far, so is Raphael. So basically, they all—they live in misery and doom. But that's why all vampire stories are about love because they usually are like, "I have lived 121 <laughs> years in doom and misery, and now I have found love, and that's my true. life is light again." That's true. But I guess that would mean you would have to live 121 years or however long in order to be happy, and I don't really want that. That's a long – yeah, that's a too long. Too that is long a very long time. And guys, if you are going to call in, you should do it, like, now because we're All not right, gonna, and let's, let's just – con- about for much longer. Yeah, so let's confirm the number. It's 424 424- – 
323 or 253, sorry. 253. I'm going to write it in the chat so you guys can have it. Yes, do that. Uh, sorry, I'm pulling it up right now. 424-253-0504. All right, guys. 0504. Yes. There we go. All right. Next. Well, we're still talking about the club. Okay, back to the club. Mm-hmm. So I love it when the Shadow Squad all goes out together, except Alec and Magnus were not there. Mm-hmm. But we have a lot of Jonathan, Jace thinking he's seeing Jonathan. Do you think anyone at this point thinks that Jace is crazy and has just brain damage maybe from dying and coming back to life? Like, you think audience members? No, I mean, Izzy and Clary. Right. I don't know, because they're not really seeming like they care. You know, they're wondering, oh, something's wrong with Jace. He really is just kind of, you know, not sleeping. But they haven't worried too much about... You know, they kind of pushed him off when he was talking about the dreams. He actually, for once, is telling Clary the truth, and she just brushes it off as if it's not a big deal. I just wish I could see them happy a little bit. Oh, yeah. I mean, we got one episode of them at dinner, but that wasn't even them on their own. No. And it just makes me feel like this is never going to happen. Yeah. It upsets me. Uh, But we have confirmation, I suppose, that Jonathan... Oh, gosh, I hate this. ...is... (laughs) He is indeed getting into Jace's head and he's there. My question, however, was the owl. Yes. So Jace thought that the owl was Jonathan. Yes. But the owl seemed to be part, what was it? It was part human? Yes, it was part human and they mentioned something else and i literally wrote down owl is part human but i didn't write the other me- the other part of it but i think they're basically saying that it's a, it's a it's a mixture between a demon and a human in like, or it could be well that's a warlock isn't that a warlock i think well no warlocks are mi- no i'm sorry warlocks typically um i think are well they have specific powers i do think no they are part human I'm really second-guessing myself because sometimes people get really pissed. Well, also, too, I thought the owl was just a... Um, demon like of Liliths? Well, yeah, but I thought that they, like, gave him basically a mask. You know, like, no demon has actually had a mask. So they're really trying to hide somebody specifically. Oh. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> last season we did see that some of them... Uh, the the demons were creatures. We didn't necessarily know who was behind them all the time. And there's a lot of shape-shifting. And we'll get into this, you know, Jace situation next. I just want to finish up a couple of things. But it, we should never believe when we see a face. That doesn't no, mean... It really nothing. Shape-shifters are very common in this mm-hmm. world. So, but for whatever reason, it... Yes, okay. It is Jace's face that we find out later. Which really made me angry. I'm like, seriously, did you have to do this to us? I know, I know. But so, yeah, but that makes me that makes me concerned. So, is this a shapeshifter or is this really Jace? You know, if he came back from the dead, then does that mean that Jonathan took over his body? <clears throat> I don't think so because there was this girl that was attacked at the beginning of the episode mm-hmm. by. The owl. The owl. And which, then, which I was like, win for pepper spray. How did they know pepper spray was going to hurt? I mean, I guess. Well, that's know. when I think they started to realize, well, this isn't the kind of demon that right. we thought. Because normally that would not hurt the demon. Mm-hmm. But the girl that got hurt at the beginning of the episode, 
they mentioned her again at the ep- at the end of the episode. And it kind of just made me think that this entire episode was like going back in time that the end of the episode was actually the beginning of the episode and that it was Jace attacking um it was Jace attacking that girl. Do you know what I'm saying? Okay, let me re-explain myself. Yeah, I need to hear this. Okay. So we see this beginning of the episode with that little segment of the owl attacking this girl and her getting away. This is a far out theory and probably if I watch this episode again they will tell me otherwise. Uh but what if at the end of the episode when Jace goes or when Clary goes, oh, they're yelling the girl's name from the beating of the episode and they're like, where's Jace? Jace is with her. And it's not Jonathan. It's this girl that he's chasing after. So in a way, it's like Jace thinks the person he's chasing after is Jonathan. But really, he's actually acting as the demon. Yeah, no, totally. I think I, I agree. But if the, I think so, if what I'm saying is that beginning scene if that actually was just reenacted at the end of this episode and this was stuff that led up to it oh. and that in the end scene was actually Jace attacking that girl, which is what happened at the beginning, but we didn't think it was Jace because it was in owl form. Hmm. I don't know. I There probably are things to defunct that theory because time moves relatively quickly, gets slowly in this world. Yeah, it is confusing as you don't know what's a full day and what's not sometimes. But I will say this was one I'm going to have to rewatch just to make sure I didn't miss anything because it was really confusing. And the thing that is also adds another fun layer to the mix is that we constantly are confused about Sebastian, Jonathan, and now we have to add Jason to the mix. So now we're going to be constantly thinking that Jonathan, like I know Jonathan is the demon body and Sebastian is the body that that demon Jonathan took over. Okay. So we basically now have the demon Jonathan because he's the black burned demon. Yeah, we, so, like we saw last season. Yeah, so basically Jonathan is kind of, I wonder, going to go back between Jace and then Sebastian's body. Because I don't think Sebastian's body is gone yet. Well, in the scene between Jonathan slash Sebastian mm-hmm. and Jace when they're fighting, you know, he said we have so much in common. Right. And kept on bringing up the things they have in common. And he goes, what are you? A Herondale? Like, you know, are you whatever Jace's other last name was? Are you a Lightwood? Because he grew up in that family. He's obviously not a blood Lightwood. But still, he goes, you're so many different things and so am I. And they're extremely similar. So I don't know what that means. And it's just very confusing because of all the body switching. It is because you don't know who's what and when it's actually that person we love will tudor everybody loves will tudor so i think that because of the fantastic reaction we had to him last season they're gonna keep him around and that's exactly why this is so confusing maybe yeah you're right because otherwise it could have easily been another actor and i'm glad that it's not but Mm -hmm. we want to see him around but i think i just want to know what his truest form is Okay, when we see Sebastian slash Jonathan, when we see that beautiful face of Will Tudors, who is he exactly? Is he is he the owl pretending to be Jonathan, pretending to be Sebastian, or is it just Jonathan? Exactly. And how did Jonathan, you know, get that way? Because he's still claiming Clary's his sister, so I do think it's Jonathan. And I just. 
I'm just still confused if the face of no, Will okay, T- this, who the face yes. of Will Tudor really so is. So this makes sense. This makes sense. I think if anything, we can get rid of Sebastian because we did see him die last season. Sebastian was dead, but they were able to. Se- he basically Jonathan was able to make a multi like a duplicate of his body and just use the glamour basic like use yeah shape shift yeah he was able to shape shift into into Sebastian. But we saw the real Sebastian died. He's no longer. So this. I think we just need to get rid of Sebastian's name and just think that every time we see Sebastian's face, it is Jonathan. I just want to know what Jonathan really looks like. I wish they could have hired someone that could have just shown what he used to look like before he was Burn Man. Right, because then we would have had a Jonathan, not a Sebastian and Jonathan kind it's of thing. It's really getting so confusing. It is. Guys. Uh, and then, of course, you know, we have Lilith in the end. This all has to do with her and making, I don't know if it's duplicates or all these other people. She's re- But she is preparing... For Jace's rebirth. As what? As who? Uh, I mean, and at this point, I just don't want to see any romance between him and Claire. Oh my gosh, stop. Yeah. Because like, if that's okay. Jonathan, then. Maybe they should go on oh a break. Oh my gosh. Hey, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Well, we're going to get into predictions. We love you guys. And you said you wanted to call, but you didn't. Well, there have been. What did they say? They've been having some issues getting through the line, and our engineer. Yeah, oh, they're working okay. on it. All right, sorry. It's not your <laughs> fault, guys. I'm like, God, story of my life. You know, you said you'd call and you never did. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Oh man. oh, man. Yeah, both of our lives right yeah, now. Uh-huh, 100%. <laughs> okay, let's get into some predictions. Allie, wh- what are you thinking? Oh, man. All right, so let's throw Raphael back into the mix. I'm pretty sure that him and... Um, uh, blah, 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 blah. I think he's going to come back in a huge way where he's going to be more in the storyline and then his love is going like he's going to be back in in a big way and kind of start becoming back more towards the Shadowhunter crew because he has kind of been like on the outs but I think that they're going to save him and then that'll be you know kind of his redeeming factor and he'll be like okay sorry I've been hard on everybody and like kind of be forced to be friends with everybody and then with Simon I I don't know what the mark of Cain really is going to do to him, but I think it he's going to start realizing, like you had mentioned, he's not allowed in this world for certain reasons, and he's going to figure out a way to kind of work around it for a little bit, but then he's definitely going to go back to the Sealy Queen, and that's going to be a huge shebang. Um, shebang. Yeah, a big shebang. And then I think within the next two episodes – that Clary is going to totally be able to put the pieces together because I'm sure Jace will say something creepy that will make her kind of jog her memory and realize, well, this isn't Jace, something's wrong, and then she's going to go ahead and tell people that she made the wish. Hopefully. Yeah. Right? She's got to come clean. She has to. I think that we will see Simon just randomly. He'll be walking down the street. Next thing you know, he's in the Sealy realm. And he'll just, whoa, how the hell did that happen? Right. Like, oh, I heard you rang. <laughs> I heard you try to jump into a river with all of your clothes on. What do you want? Which is kind of weird because why would the Sealy Queen, if we think that she wants him back, why would she not let him in? Probably just to mess with him. Yeah, that's true. Because she's a child and they're probably, <laughs> you know, there having fun watching, you know, the him dumb struggle. Exactly, watching him struggle and then he'll end up there and. I still don't understand what they want him for, but... Yeah, I don't either. I don't think it's just for his songs and handsome looks. 
It, he clearly has something. Well, it's the daylighter thing. But what is it about being a daylighter that intrigues the Sealy Queen so much? And what is it that the Sealies want but they don't have? Right. And what is it that Simon could give them? Um, you know, I just really want to have a romantic thing with Clary and somebody I know that's... Yeah, like a strong relationship. Yeah. I mean, I get that we got that last season with her and Simon, so they're just ready to put her back out there on the field to fight. But I want to... I do want to see her and Jace actually be happy. I don't think that is going to happen. Especially with these predictions in the chat, man. What are they saying? <laughs> We've got some um, people talking about Jace, and Will Small said, wait, what if it was Jace at the end, not a glamour of him? He was missing. He rubbed his eyes, not sleeping because he was out attacking people, which we kind of saw. But then that kind of relates to Billy Jean saying, what if Jace lost his soul when he was brought back, and that's why he can be controlled? Which would make sense. Because if he lost his soul, then he kind of, it's just Jace's personality, but he doesn't really have any control of anything that's going on with him. Yeah, exactly. And then maybe he's not even really alive, technically, and that's why he's, like, having trouble sleeping. I agree. I think that, well, the trouble sleeping thing, I think, is he's he's just blacking out, and he's going and hurting people, and... right. I'm not sure if he's turning into that thing. I don't know. But I I think there's someone else that is either, um, you know, partially human or is um, a warlock that is the actual demon. We will see. But thank you guys so much for tuning in. I'm sorry. Mercury is totally in retrograde. (laughs) I'm not kidding. My last show, we were supposed to have someone Skype in and it didn't work. So we're sorry it didn't work this week. But we're going to try again. And on another week when we don't have a guest. So tune in for that. Tune in for all of our predictions and love of this show. Allie, where can everyone find you on social media? You guys can find me on Instagram at Allie Girl and on Twitter at Allie Nasta. And you guys can find me, Sam Davidson, at SamD43 on Twitter and Instagram and SamDavidsonEntertainment.com. We should be seeing Dakota and Becca back next week, but regardless, you'll see us. Thanks for tuning in. Bye, see guys. Ya. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only. They do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 